Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Tatniss Podcast. As I'm sure by now you know who I am. I don't need to tell you. I Look, man, I've been looking at the stats of my podcast, and you guys, man, I gotta tell you. First, okay, first of all, because you guys are probably going to wonder, I am officially blueless tonight. Uh, it's just me. Blue is off doing whatever Blue does. I'm doing my thing as per usual. And that's just the way it goes. That's the life, man. That's just the way life goes. You know what I mean? Uh, Blue has her life. I have mine. And we have our own separate things. And, you know, Blue, honestly, is one of my best friends in the whole wild world, man. And I love it. And, uh, you know... I, I love that Blue was willing to take on this task and do what it is that we do here and be my producer and kind of show me the ropes on some of this stuff. And now I've learned so damn much that I'm kind of teaching Blue a few things. But Blue has her life, man. I got mine. So, you know, as much as I love the chemistry of having my producer kind of do my thing one of my best friends in the whole wide world kind of always here always do my thing it, it just can't be that way sometimes unfortunately so sometimes you're stuck with just me man but i don't want that and you don't want that and i'm trying to get some guests on the show and whatnot and that takes time but i gotta tell you guys man there's some good news that has kind of blown me away in the last couple of days that uh, has taken place since you've last heard from me. So I just thought it might be kind of cool to tell you. Officially, we are now on Spotify, my friends. And now iTunes as well. And basically anywhere else that you listen to podcasts, you can find us, Google Play, Soon to be Google Podcasts as well. Uh, soon to be iHeartRadio as well. Soon to be Deezer. But other than that, man, any place you can possibly imagine getting your podcast from, you can find me there. I have kind of invaded everything, and it's been a trip, honestly. Um, so... I, you know, I, I gotta keep in mind, man, that you guys don't all know me. Like, I, I'm used to people knowing who I am. I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> and, you know, some of you may know me from MMA. Some of you may know me as... Tatnus Madden, who wrote the book Anti-Socially Awkward, a well-documented list of reasons society needs a punch in the neck. Some of you may know me from Tatnus Co., the clothing line. Um, Some of you may not know who I am at all and just stumbled upon this podcast. And that's cool, man. I, I, I dig that the most because... You know, it it is what it is. And quite frankly, I love everything about doing all this stuff. Like, just taking on, you know, those opportunities and just 
trying new things and we don't all succeed man at everything but you guys are so awesome and i'll be the first to tell you right now the last thing that i want on my podcast is the sound of a click of a mouse but bear with me here if you hear it i'm just trying to get facts here i'm looking at my stats at my analytics for my podcast as we speak and i just i gotta tell you guys man i am so grateful for all of you like it's unbelievable so i want to give a shout out to all of you that just made this so successful um the places that have really responded to this have been unbelievable and i so appreciate like more than you know dude i appreciate the support so let me just look up and list off to you guys who you are and you know excuse my mouse but mountain view california you guys come on man you guys are awesome thank you so much Ashburn, Virginia, thank you so much. San Jose, California, Washington even. Washington, Virginia though. Get you know, like come on, man. Uh Indio, California, thank you so much. And here is the one that kills me, man. I love this. Because of my heritage, because of my background, dude. Dublin, Ireland, thank you so much for showing so much love. It is super cool, dude, to know that I have love in Ireland. Because you guys may not know this, but in my very not-so-distant future, I have a fucking trip coming up to Ireland, so... It's nice to know I got love out there, man. And, hey, you know, I mean, if you don't know me from fighting, from MMA, it, you, you got to know by now. I'm six foot five, 265 muscle. You know, I'm kind of hard to miss, but you're going to know me from seeing my son Madden's name on my forearm when you see me out there if you recognize me if you're a fan of my work if you recognize me you want to come up and say hello uh, let me buy you a beer man and uh you know come say hello and let, let's talk because i i love getting to know people that have been so supportive of what i do and you guys have been killing it, dude. You guys have been so supportive of everything I do, and I love it so much. And even you new people, man, that are just kind of getting to know who I am based off of the podcast. This is awesome. Like, I appreciate that. I appreciate you. I love doing this. Like, this is, at the end of the day, man, people don't get it. I, I constantly tell people. I'm just a dude with a really cool job, man. And, you know, just a human being that happens to have a cool job. So, <clears throat> I wanted to get that out of the way. And just thank you guys so much for the support. Because, I, you know, you guys make this worth doing. I wake up every day and I'm like, let me check the analytics. Let me see how many new listeners there are. Let me see what's going on with the numbers. Just because it's like Christmas, you know what I'm saying? It's so cool to see 
just how much things have climbed in the last few hours. And you guys do not let me down. And it's so crazy. And I just want you to know I'm so grateful. So I want you guys to reach out to the Tatnus, you know, uh, website. The, I, you know, um, shit, you guys, man. You got me all flustered here. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? It's the website for the podcast. Tatnus Podcast at gmail.com. And let me know what you guys do for a living. If you've got a business, if you've got a book, a website, clothing line, a band, a record coming out, whatever the case may be, hit me up, man. If you want to get on the air, just call me. Uh, hook it up with an email. Let me know you want to be on the show. We'll arrange something. You can give me a call, be on the show, and advertise for free your project that you would like people to be aware of. And it'll be the coolest thing, man, because I could have you on the show. We could get to talking, and you can let people know about your uh, your project. And let them know why they should be interested and and just put it out there so then it becomes known. And it's just a way for me to say thank you to all of you, give back, and uh, I dig it. And I look forward to hearing from you guys. I really appreciate all this, man. Um, Let's talk about today's topic since we're on the subject. I thought, what better than... I mean, you know, down the road we got all the we got all the Halloween stuff coming for October. That's gonna be cool. And um so I don't wanna get into horror movies as much as I would love to, I can't, because I don't wanna beat you guys over the head with the same old shit. So then you get sick of it, right? And come October you're gonna be like, We already did this. Um so October, all of October is going to be Halloween-related things, horror movies, maybe horror movie reviews, and any stories about the paranormal that you guys may have that you want to send into tatnispodcast at, at gmail.com. Uh, I will have a few stories of my own. I will have a few stories that I've researched. I've ha- got a few stories in the tank, so it's all good. But if you guys have some stories... That you want me to talk about, send it to me in an email, or you can call into the show and you can leave a voicemail that allows you to be on the air where you can tell the story yourself if you so choose. I, I know a lot of people don't really love being on the air, but uh, you know, if you so choose that is a possibility you can call in 902-700-3925 leave a voicemail with your story keep it as short as possible because i hate for the voicemail to kind of cut you off but keep it you know get go in depth go in detail but don't make it like a 45 minute thing where it's going to cost you uh, you know, 14 phone calls to leave parts of voicemails. Just try to, you know, squeeze it into one voicemail if you can. 
Otherwise, just uh, if you'd feel more comfortable, just send the email and I will read it myself. And I will credit you if you'd like uh, with your name. Uh, you can stay anonymous if you so choose. Let me know and we'll handle that. But uh, in the meantime, I thought, well, since we can't do the, ho- the Halloween thing and the horror thing, because we all know what time frame the best horror movies come from. I figure we'll skip the horror movies part, but let's talk about the 80s, because who doesn't love the 80s? And it, You know, what more fitting time for Blue to do Blue's stuff? Blue has Blue's life. Eh, Blue was not born in the 80s, man, in case you didn't know, whereas my dusty old ass was, so... She doesn't really have anything to contribute to this subject anyway. And I know a fair share. So let's do this. Um, 1980s. What can you possibly say about the 80s? Like, obviously, when we talk about the 80s, what do we think of? Big ass hair, uh, ridiculous looking clothing, and, you know, just the stereotypical shit that we typically feel is so cringy it's fucking ridiculous but let's be real dude like the 80s had some of the coolest shit that you could possibly imagine i mean don't fucking try to tell me for one second that y'all don't love the ninja turtles and that's when that started you fucking everybody loves nintendo don't tell me you don't And then look at 89 even, just before 1990 kicked the door in and put a kibosh to all the fun. We had Batman the movie, which was super good in my view. Probably my favorite to this day. But we're getting ahead of ourselves here. The year after I was born, I hate to say too fucking much and expose my age, but fuck it, here we are. The year after I was born, we got this little gem called Nightmare on Elm Street. So, I have no complaints. Three years before I was born, we got Friday the 13th. So, I mean, here we are, dude. Awesome movies. Um, That's just the tip of the iceberg. Look at the cartoons. Look at the cereal we had back then. And, uh... I mean, it's kind of astonishing that we have let them discontinue all all the best shit. We had Pac-Man cereal. It was so good. We had Mr. T cereal. I, come on, man. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I love Mr. T cereal, but let's be real. If, you, if you're familiar with it, you know... That I am telling you the fucking truth here when I say Mr. T cereal was Captain Crunch in the shape of the capital letter T. It still tore your mouth up, but it was shaped like a fucking letter. That's the only thing it had going for it was it tasted like Captain Crunch. So it was kind of a knockoff, but it was still good nonetheless 1989 we had ice cream cone cereal you heard me right ice cream cone cereal these chocolate cones in your bowl with these little white balls of like 
kind of like corn pops, only like pure white with little chocolate chip speckles on it. Who the fuck could go wrong with that? Come on now. That was so good. Like I said, Pac-Man cereal was really good. It was kind of like Lucky Charms, but with Pac-Man shaped fucking marshmallows and what have you. Um, We had all this great shit, and it was the fucking 80s, dude. Like, we didn't know any different. Like, fuck sugar. We'll eat as much of it as we want. Excess was okay. Um, But since September is basically around the corner literally a day away hell by the time you get this you know it's barely a day away i'm sure but uh why not back to school and i can't really relate to the 80s when it comes to the back to the school shit like back to school shit for me in the 80s was like i get a fucking lunchbox that had like he-man on it or something and that was about as cool as it gets I loved He-Man, anything and everything. Um, but, like, you know, for me, it was about the, the He-Man lunchbox and the C-plus juice boxes. But, I mean, I can't relate to much else uh, at that point. 1990s, man. That's where shit really picked up for me. Uh, where I really remember things that were trending at that time, like... I don't know about you guys, man, but my go-to memories when it comes to the fucking 90s, and hell, even the late 80s in this case, is scented markers. Do you guys remember that shit? When, like, we, I don't, I'm not talking about owning them. This was, like, later, fuck, 89, I think, was, like, when they came out to the public in a way where teachers owned them but students never had them. So when the teachers bust those fucking things out and you got the joys of getting to use them, it was a big deal. But uh, in the 90s, we had something else. And I don't know how many of y'all remember this shit, but uh, remember, there's always that one kid, it seemed, in every class that uh, every classroom seemed to have one. This kid had uh, more money than most. And his parents didn't mind buying him some shit. So there was those big-ass packs. I don't remember the brand. I think it was Laurentian, but I don't quote me on that. But uh, that was like the fold-up top. It split into two layers. And these fuckers had gold silver and copper and it was like everybody wanted to borrow that shit every single fucking kid wanted to borrow that dude's pencil crayons and he'd usually usually say some shit to you like don't press hard like it's your first fucking day using pencil or crayons are you kidding me dude but they were so protective of those like go-to pencil crayons because when they busted that shit out you knew and um yeah it was pretty cool man like they were one of those things you're so stoked to use them and uh then there was the fucking troll dolls are you serious dude like they they were cool at first until they weren't and then 
It was like everybody had one on their desk for some fucking reason. It was like, seriously? And I know I sound bitter like I was the one kid that didn't have, and I didn't have one, but I thought they were fucking stupid um, after a while. Like, they were cool at first because it was like, oh, that's unique. And then everybody had one, and it's just like, okay, that's fucking stupid now. Now I don't like it anymore. Um, but, uh, that was another one. But here we go. Fucking 1990s. If you were in elementary school in the 90s, do not try to bullshit me and tell me you did not have some fucking yikes pencils. Because that was the shit back then. And you know damn well it was. So, everybody, I think, had them. Yikes, pencils. And then they came out with the big stupid looking erasers. And then they became, like, you know, creating sharpeners and shit like that. And it was like, are you fucking serious? You guys are rocking this till the wheels fall off. But um, I, I knew people that would, like, shave. Like, they would sharpen the pencil and keep the shavings. Because... They would coil up like a like a fucking you know teepee or something, and they'd be colored because of course the wood pencils like purple or whatever the fuck, and they would do this with every one. So they had this collection of colored fucking shavings. I'm like, are you on crack? Why the fuck do you want a bag full of shavings? What is wrong with you? But people would do it, and it was so weird. But, um, y'all remember those fucking pencils. I know you do. If you don't remember them, Google that shit. Because you know damn well if you see them, you'll remember that shit. Uh, another thing that we had back then, in the 90s, fruit snacks, my friend. Come on now. So delicious. I don't... Let me just clarify. I don't know about the U.S. and I don't know about Ireland what you guys had or didn't have. But uh, we love Dunkaroos back out here in Canada. We damn sure love Dunkaroos. Uh, Gushers, I for some fucking reason we like Gushers, but they were terrible. Uh, fruit roll up, fruit by the foot was kind of a big one. And, uh, we just fucking, you know, it's crazy, man. We did some shit with those. Like, we ate the fuck out of those. We had So Delicious. We had, uh, fucking all sorts of fruit snacks, dude. We're gonna take a pause for the cause here and get back to, uh, the 80s in a bit. I've digressed way too much into the 90s here. But we're going to take a pause for the cause right now, pay some bills, and uh, we'll get back to this in a second. Uh, check out the Tatnus podcast on YouTube and subscribe. And also check out the Tatnus podcast Facebook page. Give us a like, share that with your friends. And check out the Tatnus Co. Facebook page and share that with your friends, man. Check out the shop, all the clothing. There's more to come. And we'll, we'll get into more stuff in the near future. I'm still designing some things as we speak. So check us out, man. And uh, thanks again for all your support. Okay, man. Back to the 80s now because I've gotten way too into this 90s bullshit. It's so easily done because it's what I remember. But uh, the 80s, we had so much going on in the back-to-school area especially. Like, who didn't have the Batman t-shirt? 
um, that everybody had because the movie had just come out. Um, everybody had at least one Bart Simpson shirt because the Simpsons were like the biggest thing ever at that time. And, uh, you know, we all had those kind of common things. A lot of people were collecting the Simpsons trading cards, Nightmare on Elm Street trading cards. Well, it wasn't just specifically Nightmare on Elm Street. It was like horror cards. I forget the name. If you guys remember, you can email tatnesspodcast at gmail.com. Let me know. It's on the tip of my tongue, and I don't remember, but it was like cards, trading cards from different horror movies, but Nightmare on Elm Street was one of the bigger ones. And... um, yeah, the 80s, dude, we had so much cool shit. Do you guys remember, I don't know, in other countries, like, I don't, I really don't know what you guys had, but for school, we had hot dog day, we had hamburger day, we had pizza day. It was cool, man. We had KFC day at one point in my elementary school, which is super sick. You know, stupid shit like that that you get so excited about. And And here's a little known fact for you guys, because it seems like, who I mentioned this to, whether or not they're aware of it, is very hit or miss because it was short-lived and it's hard to find on the internet, but it's out there. But um, back in the day, in the 80s, fruit roll-ups had pudding roll-ups and they were uh, butterscotch flavor and chocolate. The cornerstone of any nutritious breakfast. And then they just kind of disappeared and... As it turns out, from what I hear, I don't know how true it is, but I hear that uh, Betty Crocker has been so disappointed in the failure of those roll-ups that like, the sales were apparently so bad that they're trying to do away with any evidence that they ever existed, and that's why it's kind of hard to find them on the internet. They're a little more predominant now, you can find them, but more in recent years because... Uh, people have been sharing the shit out of that, but uh, they've been trying to hide it pretty good. And um, it's pretty crazy, man, but they were so delicious. I don't know how the hell the sales were bad, but it is what it is, right? Maybe parents being a little more health conscious. I don't know. It's not fruit, it's pudding. Fuck that, you're not getting it? I don't know. Shut the fuck up, fat man. This ain't none of your goddamn business. Um, In the 80s, we had all sorts of great shit, man. And... Uh, I don't know about y'all where you come from, but I know that the most familiar smell to me in the 80s was a mixture of cigarette smoke and hairspray because everybody had big ass hair and you could actually walk around the malls out in Canada smoking a cigarette. Um, Most restaurants, I think just about anywhere and everywhere had smoking sections, non-smoking sections, you could walk around the mall smoking. It didn't matter. Nobody cared. Um, it was just commonplace, right? So that's uh, kind of my go-to familiar smell is the combination of hairspray and cigarettes, which is kind of hilarious with how hairspray is so damn flammable. But, um, yeah, we had great music back then, man. Guns and Roses, you know. You had all these awesome bands. And uh, everything was just better. You know, when you spent time with somebody in the 80s, you had their attention. They didn't have their face buried in a fucking cell phone. They paid attention to who they're hanging out with, and I think that's so important. And we just don't get that anymore. We don't. I think we've lost sight of that, and it's really sad. We don't know how to, like, communicate anymore besides behind a screen. But the 80s, you know... We everything was fun. It was less uptight and uh, in many ways, and 
you know, the cartoons were super cool, and I don't know what you guys watched back in the 80s, but uh, I loved all those cartoons, like G.I. Joe, Transformers, uh, Thundercats, He-Man. Uh, I, I remember going out for Halloween as Hordak from Shira. And uh, it was one of those cheap shit masks that's like sharp plastic with that really shitty elastic string that pulls your fucking hair so bad. And then just like this um, plastic kind of uh, over costume thing that like, you put over your clothing. And it was like a, a smock or something, really. It was just like a plastic fucking bag, essentially, just split at the sides. And with the Hordak design on it to look like his body, it was nothing fucking fancy, that's for sure. But, um, you know, it was <laughs> it was the biggest thing to me, dude, because fucking I love those shows. I had all the toys, not all of them, but I did have Castle Skull and Snake Mountain, which were still to this day, I think, probably one of the coolest play sets ever of her own because they were fucking quality man they were well made they were super cool and it was really easy to get immersed in like that mindset and that imagination of like you're playing in that he-man fucking world right um so i really had fun with that i wanted the thundercats playset so bad and eventually i got it one day but there was like not a lot to it it was open i think the box and it was like on clearance because it was open and i think there's parts missing i'm not sure but i got it regardless and i was pretty fucking happy about it i wasn't an ungrateful kid that's for fucking sure um might have been a pain in the ass but at least i was grateful but i remember for christmas i really wanted uh the ghostbusters playset but never got it but i that year instead i got the car which was really cool so you know that was a fair trade it was fun um to play with and uh man gi joe toys were always cool thundercats i never had any thundercats toys at all except for the playset so maybe that's why it wasn't as fun as i thought it would be because i had fucking no toys to play with um in, in terms of the the base, it was like, well, who's in it? There's nobody. I have no Thundercats toys. And um, am I the only one that loved the old school rubber wrestlers fucking with the, the ring, the WWF ring with the plastic steel cage that snaps together on the, the sides of it? Yeah, and then the big ass, uh, I don't know how in, how many inches tall they were, but I think they were like fucking damn near 12 inches or so. And big thick rubber fucking wrestlers. They were so much fun. They weren't posable in any way. They were just solid rubber, but yet you had a blast with those things. Um, I remember I had uh, a few of them. I never had Hulk Hogan, which was fucking weird because that was my go-to. But I had Coco Beware and uh, my boy George the Animal Steel. And <laughs> I always knew somebody that had uh, every single fucking one of them. They had, like, shopping bags full of them. And and uh, I was like, man, must be nice. But I remember one Christmas, and this was cool, uh, 1989. I was, it was Christmas Eve at night. We were kind of hanging out, doing that Christmas Eve thing. And um, there was a knock at my door. And uh, my old man goes and checks the door, and he catches my neighbor running away. And they kind of have this moment of, you know, just laughing, like, oh, I see what you're doing. Cool, man, thanks. And uh, so I just hear thanks. And I'm like, who the fuck was that? 
And, uh, of course, I was told it was Santa, but, uh, bullshit. <laughs> Santa don't come knocking at your fucking door making a spectacle of himself. But it was my Scottish neighbor, Bill, who happened to work for, um, one of the toy companies that uh, manufactured the toys. So he dropped off two Batman toys from the movie and, you know, for me for Christmas because I was about seven years old. And I thought that was the coolest thing, man. I, I was going on seven. I was about six, going on six and a half, going on seven. Because my birthday's in January and this was December. So I was not far off from seven. But, um, so well beyond six and a half. But whatever. Don't correct my fucking math, man. <laughs> Don't nitpick. You get what I'm saying, right? Um, but, uh, it was super cool. I remember it was the Batman toy from the movie and, um, and, uh, Joker's henchman, Bob <laughs> of all fucking toys. Um, cool to see Bob got his own action figure, but, uh, it was a lot of fun, man. Uh, I remember the, the belt pulled out and you could hook it onto something. And then when you let Batman go, he kind of like zooms back up to the fucking belt with some kind of a string kind of thing. It was cool. Um, so it was a lot of fun, man. And, uh, you know, that was a big deal back then. The movie was such a big deal back then that uh, anything involving that shit was cool. So I had the toys and, um, you know, thanks to him. And uh, it was a lot of fun to play with, man. We had so many cool toys back in the 80s. We had micro machines kind of coming out and... There was always a new model of those. They had some that were like you press down on them and their headlights light up. And we're talking headlights that are like the size of a pinhole. So, you know what I mean? It's it, fucking not exactly a lot to it, but they lit up. And it's like, how the fuck does that happen? Like, how do you guys do this shit? Um, it just is so cool. And, you know, we I remember um, back in the 80s, like Nintendo being such a big deal that who didn't play Mario all the fucking time? Who didn't want to, like, ignore school and stay home and play fucking Mario all the time? And uh, I, I remember I had the coolest timing where uh, the week before March break, I ended up getting chicken pox, and I had to stay home from school for a week. And by the time I was ready to go back to school, March break just started, so I was off another fucking week or two. And uh, there's a whole lot of Nintendo in my future <laughs> at that point. Uh, playing a whole lot of Mario, renting video games. Um, and it was so much fun. And in the 80s, we also had the Super Mario cartoons, which was a blast to watch. And there was a couple variations of it. But they were both great. Of course, my man, Captain Lou Albano, uh, doing the live-action parts. Uh, playing Mario, which is super cool. And... Um, yeah, we had the Mario Fruit Snacks that, uh, if you guys remember that, um, they were awesome. I, I think everything was better back in the day, man, in the 80s. We had some really good stuff, and um, all those things, you know, the cartoons were just better. The TV shows, the movies were really good. All the, like, really good horror movies were just kind of starting in the 80s, except for Halloween, which we just missed by, you know... What is it, 78 or something, right? So, but uh, then the later Halloween movies came out in the 80s, so that's cool. And, um, yeah, we uh, we had a blast, dude. Uh, neon colors were fucking such a big deal. And everybody was in love with neon shit. There was neon Oreos where the cream fucking in the middle was different neon colors. And that was so cool. 
And I don't know why we cared so much about that kind of shit, but neon colors were such a popular thing. You know, fucking, it was good times, dude. Like, we just had a blast. You could be, you know, excessive with everything, and it was kind of the norm, you know what I mean? I don't know about you guys, man, but I grew up watching the uh, the old 60s Batman TV show with Adam West. And in the 80s, it was still on TV out here, and I, I loved it, man. I lived for that shit. So when the movie came out, it was so different and so dark, and it was so good. And um, you got to keep in mind, man. Beetlejuice had been out and whatever and like fucking to me I don't know what it is but there's just something about the the kind of backgrounds that um you know uh fucking that Tim Burton makes that he creates that's just so fucking cool to me it's such a, a trip you know what I'm saying and um so that was a big deal and I don't want to alienate people from the 90s that that kind of remember the 90s more um so we'll get into the 90s as well because how could you not when you think about 1989 and then 1990 like it was like back-to-back fucking the coolest shit because if you you know remember like you grew up in the 80s and 90s it was the coolest time because you had Batman in 1989, which was such a big deal. And just as you were coming off the hype of the Batman movie and had not much to get excited about, all of a sudden, you're sitting on your ass. If you're anything like me, I was sitting on the floor eating Domino's pizza, uh, watching TV one night, and all of a sudden, the movie trailer dropped for the Ninja Turtles movie, and I almost lost my shit, I couldn't fucking believe it, and they looked so real to me, that I was like, dude, maybe it's not just a cartoon, maybe they do exist, it was such a trip, because I was seven, right, like, I was a fucking idiot, but, you know, as kids believe in all sorts of shit, it's cool to have an imagination, man, and it made it so, like, exciting for me, that, um, you know, I went to see it in the theaters, honestly, who didn't, right? Like, who the fuck did not want to go to the theater to see both of them, the first and the second one? So, you know, I mean, because it was hard to get excited about a lot of shit back in the day because, you know, the 80s had great shit, sure. But I loved He-Man so much. But let's be real. The He-Man movie, fucking terrible. <laughs> Honestly, it was garbage. I mean, what did it really have to do with the cartoon? You know what I mean? Like, the majority of the characters from the cartoon were not even in it. And there was nothing going on. Um, so, we had Bat Disappointment. So, Ninja Turtles really stepped it up a notch. Batman certainly stepped it up a notch. And we were not let down at all. There were some amazing movies at the time. And then there's some shit that you knew they were just trying to capitalize on the popularity of the cartoon. And it just did not go well. So, I mean, you had the Ninja Turtles movie come out in 1990, if I'm not mistaken. And it was so fucking good, in my view, that, um, you know, it, it was funny to me, in a way. And I hate to say this, because I, I think it's fantastic, in the sense that uh, <laughs> I love dominoes, right? Um, but I thought it was really funny. Now, as, as a businessman... I think it's hilarious that uh, Pizza Hut was promoting the shit out of the Ninja Turtles movie, knowing they love pizza, 
So, you know, they probably thought, hey, man, we're going to fucking promote the shit out of this movie. And maybe we'll catch ourselves, you know, some free advertising will be product placement in the movie. And then what did uh, Ninja Turtles do? They capitalized, take that fucking promotion for free, and they advertised Domino's. <laughs> I thought that was so fucking funny. And I was like, man, how'd that work out for you, Pizza Hut? Because um, some of you may remember Pizza Hut was uh, peddling these fucking Ninja Turtle audio tapes. If you remember fucking cassettes. Listening to Ninja Turtles sing stupid fucking songs. And I was like, are you kidding me? So they were giving that away when you ordered pizza. So, you know, I had it personally. But Domino's was my go-to. But we went to Pizza Hut and we... Or ordered from Pizza Hut and got the fucking tape. And uh, just so I would have it. That's, I think that's the only reason why we even ordered from them. Because Domino's was always our go-to. Because they're fucking great. Um, so, shout out to Domino's for being so damn good. That sauce, bro. It's fucking amazing. Um, but then in Ninja Turtles 2, they didn't do product placement at all. They're like, fuck it, we're you know shooting this in New York. Or at least the setting is supposed to be New York. So we're going to show local fucking New York joints. And we're not fucking advertising anybody anymore. So, I mean, um, that was funny to me. And then you had the Ninja Turtles toys that, you know, were so cool. Everybody had a bunch. And, um, once again, go to school with a kid that had fucking shopping bag loads. He had the blimp. He had the van. He had, uh, the sewer play set. He had every figure you could fucking imagine. I had a fair share, but I certainly didn't have what this kid had. Uh, shout out to Daryl, if fucking, he knows who he is, if he's listening. Um, I can't remember the kid's last name anyway, but he had fucking so many toys, it was unreal. He had all the Ninja Turtles toys, he had so many micro machines, he had fucking anything you could want to play with. He'd bring them to school all the time. And I think we all know a kid like that, that had fucking everything, right? But, I mean, the 90s, you know, kind of came along. And things changed quite a bit, and, you know, styles changed quite a bit, and let's be real, man, I don't know about where you guys come from, but for us, for the longest time in the early 90s, we got into uh, the bomber jackets, the fucking chain wallets, and Doc Martens was kind of like everybody's go-to, and then that switched up to like Converse and fucking shit like that, but... You could tell grunge was kind of taken over at that point, so it was a unique time where nobody looked unique at all. We all wanted the same shit, um, you know, and then you had people <clears throat> get into, like, the goth bullshit, and, and and there's nothing wrong with that at all. I think that's great. I love people just kind of doing their thing, but uh, there was people that were faking it so hard because <laughs> it seemed like the popular shit to do. It's like, you're not even about that life. Like, you don't even listen to goth bands, dude. You're just trying to fit in. That's why I say it's bullshit in that sense. When it's not when it's not sincere, I think anything is uh, bullshit if it's not sincere. If it's not how you're feeling, man. If you're just trending and copying fucking, you know, what what's popular at the time. I think that's so fucking, you know, short-sighted and selling yourself short and coming across like a sheep and I don't like that shit but there was a lot of that going on at the time um you know in the 90s we had a lot of shit that carried over from the 80s too I mean some things got kind of buried 
in the 80s, but then you had the, the 90s where The Simpsons just took off more so. Um, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street continued on, and Friday the 13th continued on, and, you know, there's so many things that just carried over that were so successful. I think everybody kind of fucking enjoyed the 90s for the most part, and we can have a sense of humor about ourselves where we laugh at some shit, and you could fucking talk all the bullshit you want about vanilla ice and all that crap, but come on, man. At the end of the day, you know fucking well, if you're near my age, you owned that shit. You fucking did, and you know it. Don't lie. Don't fucking front. You own that shit. And he's come full circle. It's not like an embarrassment anymore to fucking say I own that shit because now the guy's a legend. And, you know, fucking look what he's done for the fucking music industry. Whether you found it to be kind of cringy or not, it doesn't fucking matter. At the time, that shit was bumping, and you fucking know it. So, we all owned it. We all had that MC Hammer shit. And, um, you know, it, it, it's good shit, man. It's, it's cool. It's a staple of the 90s, dude. It's something we'll never forget. You didn't just get into the fucking Ninja Turtles 2 movie by being irrelevant, let's be honest, right? So... You know, give the guy a break. I, I think he's very highly respected now. I think Ice is dope. Like, I fucking, I think he's a great guy. I don't know him personally, but I mean, from what I see from, like, you know, his involvement with things and just, he's super cool with everybody, man, and that that's cool. So, um, 90s shit that you may not know now, and who the fuck doesn't know this by now, but I just talked to a guy last night that still did not know this shit. One of my neighbors did not fucking know that um, the Ninja Turtles cartoon Shredder voice was Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince, James Avery, who I miss, rest in peace, James. Um, he was a fantastic actor. And he even was the first to say, like, I, I don't fancy myself a voice actor by any stretch of the imagination. I think there's so many more people talented, way more talented than myself. But I got the opportunity, I was grateful for the opportunity, and I had a blast doing it. Every day it was like a party, and I thought that was really cool. And then it blows my mind to also hear, there's still some people that do not know that Super Shredder in Ninja Turtles 2 was actually played by pro wrestler Kevin Nash, who's seven fucking feet damn near. Um... And I thought, that's fucking cool, man. How do people not know this yet? It's not like he was uncredited. You know what I mean? Um, if you don't follow pro wrestling, if you don't know who Kevin Nash is in that sense, if you've ever seen the, what was it, 2000 fucking four Punisher movie, he was the Russian in that. If you've ever seen Grandma's Boy, he was with the big dude Mover. One of the movers out of the two, he was the bigger one eating the fucking chips. And that just kills me every time. I love Kevin Nash, man. And uh, being a big dude myself, I, I love the, you know, I, I feel like I got that in common with these tall cats. But um, fucking this guy is so funny in Grandma's Boy. If you haven't seen that movie, you fucking need to do yourself the favor and check that out. Because it's so damn funny. And, uh, that's <laughs> fucking great. And the look on Nash's face when dude says, you're a hooker. You're a hooker! And fucking like, what the fuck did you just, it was so good as he's eating Buddy's chips in his kitchen. You gotta see the movie to understand why that's funny to me. 
But um, it's pretty fucking great. It's a stoner movie. If you're not into fucking that kind of humor, do yourself a favor, avoid it because it it's one of those you have to fucking be into stoner humor. That was definitely one of those flicks. But if you can appreciate that kind of humor, you do yourself the favor if you haven't seen it yet. And for those that don't know, it's an Adam Sandler movie in the sense that he made it, he produced it, but he was not in it. So, um, you know, it, it was funny as shit. It's probably one of his better movies, in my view. I, It's one of those rare gems that I could literally watch a hundred times in a week and not get tired of it, and it's never, like, not funny to me. So, check it out, man. Grandma's Boy is fucking so good, and Kevin Nash is right in the beginning. And so if you're not familiar with who he is, check that out. You'll fucking get familiar with him. And uh, he's in Magic Mike, apparently, too. Uh, one and two. So check, you know, Nash out, man. He's a big dude. So he played Super Shredder in fucking Ninja Turtles 2 at the end. And uh, he said it, it took him a few days to kind of film that. Nothing major. And uh, so, you know, fucking... We got these gems with these movies, man, from the 90s that, uh, you know, things kind of, and the cartoon, you know, like the voice actors, you'd be fucking amazed at who some of these people are. And uh, it's really cool, man. It's really cool to see what people have done in their career and the things that we never noticed, the things that we would have tripped out if we knew it at the time. And then a bunch of years later, you find out who did what, you know what I mean, and it's really cool, you know, when you think about it, man, from 89 to 92, we had this great stretch where, I mean, 89, you had Batman, and then 90, you had Ninja Turtles, 1991, you had one of my all-time favorite movies ever, Terminator 2, and then in 1992, shit, we had Wayne's World, we had fucking Batman Returns, you know, like, there was a ton of shit in 92, if you look it up, fucking what movies came out in 92, there was so much good shit, and, um, you know, like, fuck, at the end of the day, like, that that was a good stretch of fucking movies, man, so the 90s, you can't talk about the fucking 90s without talking about Terminator 2, because I, I feel like that movie really fucking embodies the 90s, if you know what I'm saying, like, you've got Schwarzenegger, who was going to be such a big deal in the 90s. You got, uh, in the movie, Guns N' Roses playing quite frequently. It's on the soundtrack and shit, so it's kind of like, you know, well, fucking not quite frequently, but, I mean, at least one predominant part of the fucking movie. And they, you know, even made the music video for the song with fucking, you know, clips of Terminator and Schwarzenegger in it and shit. So it's such a 90s fucking, everything about it has the 90s written all over it today. If you were to go back and watch it, it kind of makes you feel like you're in the 90s again. And I love that so much. I thought that was fucking so cool. So, you know, it's one of my all-time favorite movies ever. And I I really dig it. Uh, To this day, it still holds up. Um, I'm looking forward to the new Terminator movie. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but... And, um, I don't know, man. I think Terminator Genesis was really good, too. Uh, because uh, of it going back to the first one and shit like that. And it just really fucking was a nostalgia trip. It was hard to follow. I'll give you that. And I know some people are going to fucking say that. Oh, and in 92, we had Army of Darkness, by the way. Um, I just don't want to forget that fact. That is one of the best fucking movies I've ever seen. I love Bruce Campbell. Anything he fucking does to me is brilliant. So, you know, we had so much good shit. Um, 
So, I mean, you know, fucking 90s to me, there's so many, like, movies that are defining of the 90s that if you were to go back and watch it now, it's just, it's a fucking nostalgia trip, man. It's going to take you back to the 90s, big time. Wayne's World being one of them, of course. You know, Terminator 2, obviously. Um, And uh, 92, we had Encino, man. And, I mean, come on, man. Even if you don't like Polly Shore, you know that movie was fucking good. It, it, it was stupid, but it was good. I still love it. I saw it in the theater back then, and it was so good. I, I fucking, you know, it was funny, dude. It was a cool concept. I know people are going to fucking email me now and be like, that movie sucked, you're an idiot. Um, yeah, you Take it for what it's worth, dude, and it's not bad at all. If you go into it knowing... That they know fucking well. This is not going to win an Academy Award. It's not meant to be anything but fucking stupid humor. It's actually pretty good. And Grandma's Boy to me is the same thing. It, you know, that I, I touched on earlier. It, it's stupid fucking stoner humor. They're, they're not fucking shooting for an Oscar here, man. I, I feel like people stop going to fucking, you know, you guys got to stop watching shit. Not you guys, but, you know, there's people. Sorry, I I'm fucking... You know, there's people that, uh, I don't want to generalize, but there are fucking people out there that every fucking movie they go see, they have to fucking critique it as if it's on the board for a a nod for an Oscar, and it's like, are you kidding me? Just watch the fucking movie, suspend your disbelief, and enjoy yourself, dude. Don't fucking sit there like you work for Yelp and it's a restaurant. It's a fucking movie. It's meant to be unrealistic. It's meant to fucking suspend your disbelief for a while and entertain you. And all of a sudden, everybody's like Siskel and fucking Ebert, and it's so fucking annoying. And, you know, it's just like, fucking, can we not just enjoy things, please? Can we fucking not just enjoy things without people fucking nitpicking at what we dig and calling us fucking everything under the sun because they don't like what we fucking like? It's so stupid to me. It's like such elitist bullshit. Just chill. Let people enjoy stuff, man. Life is so fucking short. And learn to just kind of take it for what it is, man. If you really pay attention to a lot of these movies, they don't take themselves too fucking seriously. And that's what I dig about them, is they have a sense of humor about themselves. They poke fun at themselves. And, you know, people need to lighten the fuck up, but uh, not everybody. That's, I mean, you guys are cool. That's why you listen to this shit. (laughs) You know this is not um, exactly going to win any fucking awards anytime soon. And it's not meant to. I mean, dude, I do enough motivational speaking and shit like that and helping people achieve their goals uh, in the fitness industry and other fucking ways, in business, shit like that. And it's it's great. I love changing lives and shit like that. But, you know, th- that's that. And then this is this. Like, I want to have a fucking sense of humor. I want to just kind of, you know, help people just laugh. You know, I, I know. I remember the days of working for somebody else. I remember how bad it sucks. I remember how stressful it can be. So, like, you know, in your work week, man, maybe you just want to listen to some nonsensical shit that you don't have to think about too much that makes you laugh. And that's what I'm here for, man. That's what I'm here to do. And in this case, you know, this show may not have been all that fucking off the wall and hysterically funny or whatever the fuck, but it wasn't the intention, man. This was like one of those trips down memory lane and fucking nostalgia trips that uh, we can all get on board with. Every once in a while, we like to think about the good times, right? 
So, you know, at the end of the day, it's, uh, you know, don't take it too seriously. And this show, I don't need to explain that to you guys, man. You guys fucking know if you've been following this show. There's nothing too serious about it. And uh, it's just meant to be fun. And if you guys are enjoying it and you guys are getting a laugh out of it, then I I did my job. You know what I mean? Because that's all this is. It's fucking fun to me. And you guys make it fun because you're reacting, you're responding, you guys are reaching out, you guys are fucking emailing, you guys are commenting and rating things, recommending the show, and I love that so much, and I could not be happier. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we're going to wrap this up here in a second, but uh, basically the show, I just wanted to do a nostalgia trip, and I wanted to take a minute to just... Thank you guys for all the support, all the sharing, all the, you know, fucking viewership, because you guys are killing it, dude, and just making it so worth doing, and there's going to be so much nonsensical shit coming down the road that you guys will probably get a laugh at. There's going to be a lot of cool shit for Halloween, because, I mean, any of you horror fans that love horror movies, you're going to love Halloween's, like, October fucking shows, because we're going to get into some of those. We might even do some, like, horror movie reviews and um just some cool shit involving horror shit whether it's paranormal horror movies um maybe even the history of halloween and uh it's gonna be a blast dude i think it's gonna be so much fucking fun so i think if you guys love horror and halloween then october is gonna be a month that you're really gonna dig and i i anticipate viewership probably skyrocketing because we're gonna get into some heavy shit so thanks again man for listening and always being so supportive you guys are awesome shout out to ireland and virginia you guys are fucking definitely like eating this shit up and just supporting it like no one's business showing up on that radar and i appreciate it and um there's gonna be some giveaways down the road and i'm gonna be doing some things to help you guys out give back say thanks so keep in touch and keep listening and we'll get on that very soon. So thanks again, man, for watching this shit, listening to this, whatever. If you're on YouTube, if you're on, uh, you know, the Tatnus Podcast YouTube channel, if you're listening on SoundCloud or Stitcher or iTunes or fucking Spotify or wherever, man, whatever, Podbean, whatever you like, we're everywhere, man. And I appreciate you guys supporting this shit. Thank you so much. And, um... Keep listening, man, because we're not done. We're just getting started. And as you can tell, we're kind of finding our footing. We're getting a little bit used to this shit and getting a little better each time. And I know it was a little different today because Blue's not here. And, you know, like I said, man, Blue has her life. I have mine. We're not attached to the hip. We're not fucking, you know, we're best friends, but we're not fucking, you know, married. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) We're best friends. She has her fucking life. I have mine. Um, So... You know, that's my best friend, that's my producer, and we do spend a lot of time together, and that's great, but, uh, you know, we all have our own shit, right, so there's gonna be times where it's just me, you're stuck with just me, and I'll try to make it as entertaining as I can, but I'm trying to get some guests on here to make things interesting, and get some other outlooks and some views on some things, so keep in touch, keep watching this shit, keep emailing, keep messaging the fucking Facebook page, you guys are so awesome, Keep commenting, letting you know, reviewing, letting us know where you stand, what you like, what you want to hear more of, uh, what topics you want to hear, and we'll definitely uh, jump on it, man. We want to cater to you guys and 
you know, we'll take whatever topic you want. We'll make it as funny as possible and just get a little crazy with it, make it creative. But uh, we'll see you again, man. And in the near future, I'll be posting again another podcast. Uh, I initially was going to do once every week, but you guys are just making it such a high demand. I'll hit you every once in a while with something new and keep checking all different formats because you might see some bonus stuff on other formats that you don't see on SoundCloud. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, Keep you on your toes, you know what I'm saying? So next time, we'll be on this shit again and talk about, uh, you know, some more nostalgia trip stuff, some more nonsense, and uh, look forward to the October shows because we're heading into September, so it's not far off. And we will get to some serious horror movie shit, some serious paranormal, and uh, everything in between. So until next time, man, thanks so much. I'm out.